drop bows on them. Drop bows on them. When we. Uh, we drop bows on them. Drop bows on them. When we. We drop bows on them. Drop bows on them. When we. Random acts of tangents. I'm Adam. I'm joined by Rex here. How's it going, Rex? What's up? That was forceful. Yes. Was very like, forceful. You're going to get this tangent whether you like it or not. That's right. You will like it. Enjoy it, goddammit. Whoa. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, top of the show here. Something's happening today right now. In fact, the game might be over. There was a Laker game playing. And uh, one of my favorite sports figures of all time, Meta World Peace, was on the court again. Oh. Yeah. After, after his suspension for uh, seven games for trying to... Uh, Take somebody's head off with his elbow. Did you, uh, you, you see this? You heard about this? Disputed. Disputed? Yeah. What? Did you see the video? He had an itch. He had an itch? <laughs> On the back of the guy's head? <laughs> yeah. No. He was helping him out. The no. guy was allergic to bees. There was a bee on the back of his head. He was doing him a favor. Oh, it was, it was awful. And I, I did enjoy it because this... This is world peace yeah, that we're talking about. And I've had a problem with him since the beginning because of that stupid name change that he made. Oh, that's when you had a problem with him? <laughs> yes, that's when I had a problem with him. I mean, he thanked his therapist, like, all right, a little crazy, but he's still fine. Then he changes uh, the world. Uh, in fact, he did rush the stands at one time to beat up a fan. Oh, yeah. But, but even before so that then, was okay? That's fine. What about beating up his wife? Was that also okay? Uh, no. Because he did world that peace, a couple times also. World peace was the last straw for me. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes. Everything Getting suspended else? and costing us the fucking... The, the 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 season? God damn you! <laughs> That's where I draw the line. You beat your wife all you want. Okay, see. Is that what you're trying to say? For, something like that. Oh, all right. Sure. Well, I'm glad I sold it for you. Thank you. <laughs> now I feel better. <laughs> no, but he got suspended for seven games because of that craziness. Then he came on Conan while he was on suspension, and uh, what he said to Conan was something to the effect of, "I don't want to talk to him because I have to play him." Yeah, and that's kind of bad mojo type of thing. Like I, I called other people to make sure he was okay. Yeah, but I can't call him directly because then, so that somehow makes him weak or something. Is like I gotta. He said he's gotta uh, keep the Hulk active type of thing inside of him. Okay. Where I guess he he lowers his guard and says, "Hey, dude, are you okay? I'm sorry. I I fucking tried to kill you with my elbow." Yeah. That somehow is gonna affect his game, which I well, it, it does because it's gonna affect the way that he sees his adversary. If, well, his, if his adversary is his friend now, then it's harder to play. It's it's, it's much more easy to play against somebody because that's what you're doing. You're playing against them right. when you can envision them as your adversary. I'm pretty sure an apology is not going to stop the fact that your elbow went to the back of my head. Yeah, but he has to play him afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not going to be like, okay, now we're friends. That, no, I'm still going to be pissed at you. Yeah, but from his perspective, see, apologizing subordinates himself in his position. Like, he can talk to everybody else and be like, all right, cool, it's, I didn't kill him, right? All right, we're all good. Yeah. You know, like, that's different than being like, hey, you know, I got out of control. And let me just, you know, look down while I apologize to you and I'm saying something really shameful about myself. No, that can happen after the season's over. Huh. Okay? Interesting. It affects his head game. And if there's anything we know about our tests, his head being in the game <laughs> is a huge part of how he plays. Yes. <laughs> that that I, will, I will go for. That is true. But, yeah, so he, he comes on. And what I enjoyed, because I, I really don't like this guy, and I've, I've made it very clear, uh, while he was playing tonight, every single time he got the ball, the, all the fans would blue. Like, they'd boo. As soon as he touched the ball, as yeah. soon as he released it, the booing would stop. Wow. It was, it was, it was fantastic because they were playing in Oklahoma. Yeah. But just the, like, the, the boo and the stop and, like, the control of the audience, just like boo, up. That's kind of cool. It is. He like, had it for half a second. Boop. <laughs> it's like, that's, I, that's I awesome. Would, like, if that was happening to me, I would be, like, trying to fake people out. Like, oh, you think I'm going to touch it? No, <laughs> I didn't touch it. Mm, gotcha, bitches. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, I don't know if the game's over or not. The, the parts that I did see, it was, it was very bad for the Lakers. Yeah, well, the, it's, a bit, it's a bad match. It's a bad match not only for the Lakers, but it's a bad match for the Clippers. Right. And um, Also, they, they're, they're fighting against Fisher now. Fisher's yeah. on the other team, which is kind of weird to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the Lakers are one of those teams where, like, I want them to win because I'm from L.A., but there's so much money invested in the franchise that I'm really disappointed when they don't just slaughter the fuck out of anybody. Right. Uh, because they have all the talent, uh, I think, necessary and all the coaching necessary to win every single game that they, they uh, play. It's just uh, for some reason or another, uh, people are either injured or people play lazy, and uh, that's really my opinion of things. I think, like, especially like Bynum, I don't, I really, really don't like Bynum 
I think okay. he plays lazy, uh, and and you could see him drag his ass across the court when he thinks he doesn't have to push himself. And, yeah, well, he's like twenty feet tall. I mean, that doesn't matter. That takes a lot of work they to get that ass down the court. Well, I mean, look at fucking Griffin on the fucking Clippers who goes after the fucking ball like it's a cocker, like he's a cocker spaniel. Well, he, he, going after he's a got frisbee. the ogre strength. He's like an ogre. I'm pretty sure he's not human. He does. He does. Yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I, I I dig on that. He's got that fucking you know ginger magic. Right. <laughs> Actually, uh, speaking of ogres, I, I took a, a tour today of the uh, the Blizzard campus, uh-huh. which is an appropriate uh, title for it. I think it's, it's it's one of these things where it's it's all inclusive. Everything is there. They got every building has a break room and the. Uh, Do they all, have nap rooms like Google? There, there is quiet rooms. Oh. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm assuming that's where the naps get taken place. That's pretty cool. Maybe some breastfeeding also. I don't know. Oh no. Why? Why'd you go there? Because because the, is it because st- of the Time Magazine cover? <laughs> Fuck that cover! You know she lives like in Beverly Hills. One of my friends saw her the other day. Is that right? Yeah, not breastfeeding her kid. Okay. Well, I, mean, I mean, what the fuck? We, we all saw her breastfeeding her kid. I, I, that's so dis- disgusting. At that point, he's a three-year-old. Let it go, man. Yeah. At that, that, that point, like, why don't you just like fucking cover him in white and pretend like he's a giant leech? Like, seriously. Okay. Is your problem? By, by the way, if, if you don't haven't seen this yet, uh, then fucking go outside. Uh, but the, <laughs> yeah, go outside. The, the Time Magazine. There's a, a picture on the cover. Uh, it's about attachment parenting. I, I believe is the phrase they're using. And uh, it it's has about coddling your child. Right. Where it ha- has a mother that's uh, breastfeeding her child, but the child is is like three to four years old, sitting on, standing on like a step stool, and just kind of like. Up against her, breastfeeding, and yeah. kind of looking at the camera, even in a, in a way. But he's like, a, he's about to hit puberty. That's what it's about. <laughs> That's what it is. That he has like a chest full of like Sean Connery hair, and he's got his mouth on her tit. Oh. Like that's basically what's going on. That's so, what's going on. Is, is your problem with it that he, that he's three, or is it breastfeeding in general? That you have a problem with? It's that he's three. Like, I, okay. So first of all, I feel like breastfeeding is a private act. Like, okay. like, yeah, I understand, like, you, women's rights, people can be like, oh, this is a natural thing, and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? So is pooping, but you don't do that in public. No. So get the fuck out of here. And, 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 <laughs> and I just, I just mean, like, have some shame. Like, seriously, have some shame. Like, don't fucking do this shit. I mean, in public, it really does bother me. It's kind of like people who bring babies to restaurants when there's no kids menu. Like, if there's no fucking kids menu at the fucking restaurant that you're going to, don't you goddamn dare bring a kid in there that's going right. to make a bunch of fucking noise. Absolutely. I swear to God. I don't give a fuck how tortured you are by your child. You decided to have it. Fucking deal with it. Go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, th- that is a problem I have, too, because I, I, when I do go out with my daughter, I, I make sure there's a kid's menu, because otherwise... I don't want to be one of those assholes disturbing people. Well, you don't want to impose on somebody else's fucking dinner experience. Like some, right. some tw- like, you know, 18-year-old kid is there on the first date that he's ever had going out with some, like, smoking hot chick who doesn't realize she should be dating somebody else because she hasn't <laughs> been exposed to the world yet. And, and he's, right. like, you know, trying to get it in. But now you're ruining his fucking dinner experience with your fucking kid that's a screamer? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. And then he says, I'm just about fucking kids. And she wants kids. So he's like, and, oh, oh, this guy's an asshole. It ruins everything. Date's over. Ruins everything. What a bitch. Exactly. Fucking bring their kids. You're ruining, pe- you're ruining that kid's chance See? at getting laid with the smoking hot. He had nothing else. <laughs> he had nothing else. Uh, right. Wait, so Blizzard. Oh, Blizzard, right. Yeah. Uh. I went to just kind of look around because I've, I've always been curious. I, I do enjoy Blizzard. I grew up playing Blizzard. Uh, did not you so sneak much. in? I did not sneak in, no. I had, no? I had, <laughs> it would be impossible to sneak in there. they got so many gates and key access card things. You can't get into any door unless they know who you are. Oh, all right. Yeah, even when I went to sign in, um, the receptionist told me, don't walk around. Don't wander around. Just uh, wait here for, for, your, for, your, uh, for your guide. Yeah. So they, they, they do have things uh, kind of... Close knit as far as secrecy goes. Yeah, like heat sensors and stuff. <laughs> they give you an airport scan. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure every door counted you as you walked in and out. I heard a little clicking. Whoa. I don't know if it was scanning my eyeballs, like in Minority Report or whatnot. But did the computer talk to you, like Space Odyssey? <laughs> no, Space Odyssey 2001. No, but it, it was it was it was very cool. Uh, I I do enjoy that feel. I understand that most people may not like the mm-hmm. whole. It's a it's a campus. It's kind of. Uh, it's it's its own community, but for yeah. some reason I found that comforting. Maybe maybe that's just me, and I'm I'm sure it is. There's, there's you, not, well, so what you're trying to say is you like it. You like being watched. I like being watched. Is that is that where we're going? I guess no. What? Hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. You're an exhibitionist. That's what I I is. like. I like 
Oh, it's kind of like well, it's not like Cancun, but as far as it, all conclusive, everything is there. Everything you need or you, inclusive, inclusive, okay, and conclusive. Yeah, both. It's it, sure. Finally, <laughs> it's finally there. All of it. That's concluding inclusiveness. If you say so. <laughs> what you're trying? Well, I think that. The, the the real appeal is that it's convenient. Yes, everything is at your fingertips. Yes, like I, when I used to live in Arizona, the uh, the apartment complex that I had had its own uh, little convenience store market. Yeah, within within the gates. Yeah, my place has got that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't have to go anywhere. I I wouldn't have to leave if I don't if I don't want to. There, there's dry gym, there's cleaning pool. service. That shit's crazy. Try what? A dry cleaning service. Ooh, I know. Interesting. Well, we had laundromats, but well, dry cleaning. Interesting. But yeah, they had the Wi-Fi room, they had the exercise room, they got pools, they got tennis courts. Everything was there, mm-hmm. and I didn't really have to leave. Of course, I still left, but it's just the, I don't Did know. they it, give you guys loaded guns? <laughs> no, to no. shoot yourself, because you're in Arizona. Nah, it wasn't that bad. No, Arizona, the, in, in Phoenix, actually, Phoenix was very nice. The, the people were nice. And and this is, uh, I heard uh, Corolla go off on a rant about this, that you know you're in a shitty place when you go somewhere, and somebody's nice to you, and, and, and you... You're all like, what, what, what's going on here? Well, obviously, because they're like a hair away from homicide. Their living conditions is just so fucking goddamn horrible. All what, in you, Phoenix? It only takes one word to set them off and just start like murder rampage, just like no. Norway. Just like Norway. Wow. That's what happened. There's nothing to do in Norway. That's why they have to make it so nice to keep people there. Free health care, free education, free cars, because there's nothing to goddamn do. But they're all nice, except for Scottsdale with the uptight rich people. Obviously, they're nice. Okay. Duh. All right, because they're a hair away from cracking, man. I don't know. I never got that impression. There was, there was a couple people I used to work with that I did get that impression, but that's that's retail. I don't think it had anything to do with Phoenix. I think it had to do with retail. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Not not the blistering heat. No, because you try you kind of run from your car to the buildings, from air conditioning to air conditioning spot. You're right. That never <laughs> get to me. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> Crazy tangent. Though, yes. Anyway, no. I I actually do that no matter what because I just hate the sun. In fact, when I was bartending all the time, is that right? I realized that some some point I was way too fucking cool for myself because I caught myself brushing uh, my teeth with my uh, sunglasses on, and uh, and and at that point I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I look like like I'm sorry, Tom Cruise that was uh, <laughs> obsessed with oral hygiene, uh, but. Can't be doing that shit when I'm drinking, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, can you pull that picture down off the big screen? Oh, sorry. I was enjoying while it. I'm drinking. No, are you I'm mom seriously enough? like this kid's just like going to town on Leche <laughs> Fest over here, and I'm supposed to, you know, drink something. Yeah, I mean, he's drinking something. Let's all have a drink. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you're gonna see? kill me. See how it feels. <laughs> All right, now, okay, yeah. So basically, I ju- I run from my car, and I just I just don't like the sunlight. It's like to you know. I don't know. Turning on the light and, and seeing the roaches scurry in a fucking a, a, a bar, whatever. Okay. Right? Now, I do this all the time, which means that my complexion is fairly uh, white. Right? All right. And I'm not the brownest Mexican you've ever fucking right. seen. And yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the bar the other day, and this guy's sitting there, and he's just opaque. Like, he's as white as white can be. Right? Okay. And we're there, and the, everybody else that works at my restaurant, um, are they're Asian. They're Japanese, mostly. And uh, even all the servers, they're Chinese and whatnot. And all most of the clientele, they're all Chinese, right? And uh, only the people in the back are Mexican, just like any other restaurant. Right. Now, I'm there, <laughs> and I come back from my break, and my manager leaves, who's Japanese, right? And he goes over, and he flags me down. And he brings me in close. He's like, hey. He tells you his keys? And he looks left, oh. and he looks right. And he kind of, like, tilts his head down and looks up to me, and he goes, we're the only white people here. Wow. <laughs> and I kind of smile at him while I'm <laughs> I'm busting up in my mind. And, go, and I'm like, yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for a split second, I just wondered how far I could get him to go. Be like, I mean, like, really? Cause, I mean, oh, I see. That was, that was like the tiny little spark. Like, if I had thrown some timber on there to, like, really let the, the, the fiery flames of hate catch fire. Right. Like, if I would have just been like, 
I know, fucking chinks. Like, what if he ran with it? Like, what if he would just be like, I know, goddamn gooks, I dealt with them in the war enough. You know, like, what would what, what he have said? Like, what? I mean, how far would he have gone I, I don't think if he I humored gone... him? I'm not racist towards Asians, but if I just pretended to be for I, a yeah, second. I'm pretty sure that's hate crime entrapment, and he could get off on that. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm just. I don't think a Dre would convict for him. For comedy's sake. Oh, for comedy's sake, yes. Sake. Well, it'd be funny until you started, like, fucking Nazi smiling your coworkers. <laughs> he was already doing that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. He had the weird shifty eyes. Did he? Yes, definitely. Hmm. So Blizzard. Yes, Blizzard. <laughs> oh, boy. But it, it, was, it was very cool. I mean, the, I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement, so I can't talk yeah. about exactly what I saw, I guess. Oh, all right. But it, it was it was awesome. The, the, the way that everything is set up is is pretty cool. They they have different sectors. They have a, like a zombie zone in one area where you, everything becomes zombified, like yeah. in, it, like the hall, the everything. Yeah. And then uh, there's like the Starcraft theme. There's Diablo theme stuff. They have uh, they get to de- decorate their own little departments in cool ways. Yeah. It's all very relaxing. And in the break room, there's there's a there's a pool table and a bar in the break room. Yeah. And couches and everyone's playing PlayStation and PS3s. Okay. That's that's how a work environment should be. Goddamn it. Oh. Every work environment, for Christ's sake. Uh, I don't I don't care if I'm Adam. You're crying. <sighs> <laughs> it's just not fair. All right, all right. <laughs> but it was a very good experience, and I got some food at the cafeteria too, which was cool. Uh, it just everything about that place—it just to me was was the ideal work. What situation. is the cafeteria there like? I mean, is that like just Doritos, twenty-five different ways, cup of noodles, <laughs> top ramen? I mean, I, when I think nerd food, right. I'm really like you know, just Red Bulls, like sugar-free. They, they do have a Red Bull uh, cooler. Monsters, there, there's a, there's one cooler for the energy drinks. Yeah. There's coolers for uh, different types of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but they they also have a, a full service uh, cafeteria where they, they cook for you on the spot. Oh wow! And then they have some. Uh, but they have salads. the only thing anybody ever orders is like quesadillas. <laughs> right? They did have quesadillas. There was some pitas, some uh, some gyros or gyros. I'm just saying, like gyros. when I was gaming a lot, like I wasn't really concerned with my food. I was just like cup of noodles. It's the most economical, right. and I just need to get something in my stomach while you know I wait for this instance to load. Yeah. Plus, it takes yeah. uh, 15 seconds worth of away from the keyboard time. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter in the old EverQuest days when you're camping a mob for like 24 fucking hours. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> or zoning in on a 56k modem. <laughs> you gotta listen twenty minutes before it loads. Oh my god! I mean, talk about kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, Jesus man. Christ. But it was it was it was cool though. And they had statues of all kinds of stuff. I saw a really kick ass Kerrigan statue. There was um ah, oh, there's just so many. It's just it. The nerd part of me was like fully aroused the entire time I was there. Fully wow. Okay. <laughs> the nerd part of me. I I. <laughs> All, Let me all, make that clear. All one inch of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said the nerd part. Yeah. Oh, right. Come well, on. I guess that's fitting. Right? All right. Parallelism. Well, I guess it's not fitting. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> just one inch. All right. <laughs> now, so, something else that's big is you, happening right me, now. and like five of our listeners like followed that conversation. Is that right? <laughs> right by the way. Yeah. Our, that's fine. Our <laughs> female audience uh, turned off a long time ago. That's fine. If I could touch just one life. Oh, no. If I could touch just one if life, If you could Rex. touch just anyone. <laughs> if you could touch just anyone. That's what, that's what I mean. Yes, I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But uh, all right, uh, another thing that's big in the news right now—it's it's 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 a pretty big deal. And uh, usually we would probably save this for the LCR show, but yeah. it's by the time we do another LCR, it'll be kind of old news. Okay. Uh, President Obama came out of the closet pretty uh-huh. much uh, in support of uh, the gay marriage okay. on, a, on a personal level. Yeah. And uh, some of the words that uh, was it—I think it was uh, John Stewart, which is he's great. He he phrased it in a way that uh, Obama had—he was kind of forced into a situation. Where he had to back up a belief or say out loud a belief that he felt but wasn't ready for everybody else to hear yet. So pretty much in a way he did come out. I have mixed feelings about this. Okay. When it first happened, I thought it was a huge mistake. I thought that basically Biden had backed the president into a corner by opening up his big mouth. And uh, he brought the issue up first. Well, that would be a first. Um uh, basically, well, because basically how everything kind of progressed linear, linearly mm-hmm. uh, was Biden got asked first at, at some press conference, and then they asked him his his position on it. And Biden said that he's totally fine with gays marrying, and that's not an issue. He said, well, and then they asked him like, what is the president's position? And he was just like, well, I can't speak for the president, right? And which put a lot of pressure on the president to kind of come out and say yes or no on that subject. Right. And then uh, finally Obama came out and he said that he was in full support of gay marriage. 
Um, on a personal level. On even. a personal level. Not even. to change the policy in any way, shape, or form, but as far as how he feels. I mean, I don't think that phrasing is so much important as uh, my, my view on whether or not it was a fuck-up or not. Because okay. at first I thought it was a fuck-up. I thought it was that, you know, he put back them into a corner and now he's forced to say something that he didn't need to do. Right. And it was a bad, bad move for the president because all he can do is lose votes from coming out this hard line on a position that is somewhat controversial. That, that was my thought as well. I, I thought that originally also. But then I thought um, I was watching CNN because I watch CNN every once in a while. All right. And uh, the, the, the other party, Romney. Is yeah. basically running a, an economic argument against Obama. He's saying that basically he's dropped the ball as far as job production is con- concerned, and and uh, nothing matters except for money and producing jobs. Now, if you're the, the the president and you're running against some guy that's trying to pull the whole like you know economy card, um, it's in your best interest to make the talking points at the time. Everything but the fucking economy. Right. So in reality, I think this is actually engineered. They they probably did this on purpose to distract them from the other party's platform. The other party's platform is just economy and jobs. And all they did was they go, hey, look at this fucking gay thing over here. And, <laughs> and now everybody's focused on gay marriage. Right. Look, those guys are kissing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> everybody's looking over here when it, when when uh, the other party actually wants them to look at economy and jobs. And they keep on going, economy and jobs. And you're like, well, what about gay? Oh well, I kind of hate them. Uh, you know, yeah, and right. it makes him look bad. It makes him look really, really fucking bad when he's like, "Well, can't stand them gays." Interesting. You know, so I think this was a, a, actually a great move uh, by, by them, uh, if you think about it that way. I, I guess. I mean, the, the way I first saw it too was uh, I thought it was a bad idea at the beginning as well because yes, you, you can only lose voters. I mean, the you're, the, the left side is generally going to be more accepting of the gays. Well, the, which, the problem which, is is also that uh, I think. I forget if it was uh, Stewart or Cobert that talked about it. It was just like, um, so he's in support of gay marriage, and um, that changed from his view on gay marriage. Uh, how? Right. Because uh, he's he's been for it the whole time. They have years and years ago him on audio tape talking about or, or some speech that he gave about right. like basically he's a full support. See, I, I'm hearing conflicting things about that because th- there was some stuff that came out back in like '96, I believe, where he was in support of it, and then there have been times where he was not exactly against it, but not as supportive, where he kind of like um, maybe backed away from it instead of being always for it. He was kind of like for it and then neutral and then for it to neutral. Yeah, I don't know if he was actually ever against it or not, but that's one of the arguments that is that is being made. Yeah, that he he was kind of going back and forth. Uh, and it's not flip-flopping because it's evolving in this case. Uh, the, the, the whole thought as far as homosexual marriage goes, it's, it's kind of it's, – it's heading towards the direction of being acceptable anyway. So – and in fact, there was somebody on Fox News that said that how, – how, what are the Republicans going to do in this situation? Because they can either – No, my favorite is Captain America. Oh? Captain America. The guy that played Captain America actually. Right. The, the star, not the actual – Captain America, but he he went on record. He said that this is uh, basically a human rights issue. It's a civil rights issue, and ten years from now, we're going to look back on it and be shamed that we didn't come to our position sooner. That it, it's an equal rights issue, and, right? And everybody should have the right to marry. Right. That's what I was, that's what I was about to say. Actually, that the, the guy on Fox News was saying that Republicans can either let this slide or continue going on being on the wrong side of history on I this think issue. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, and not only that, but it's the right political move. If the Republicans came out and said, you know what, we don't give a fuck who marries, look at the economy, then guess what? They win. Okay. Right. I mean, they can win, not necessarily they do win, but if they want to make it really about economic issues and they want to run on the, those issues, then eliminate that as an issue. If you take the same position as the other party and nobody else has a chance to run on anything else except for radicals, then you mute the issue. Now the only other things to pay attention to are the main things they want being paid attention to to begin with. Right. See, and uh, like, like, like I was saying, the original thing that I was, that I was thinking was it's bad because the left is usually more accepting, so you're not going to gain any more vo- votes by making those comments. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose more votes from the, the people on the right that might have supported you, but they hate gays. Yeah. But then I started thinking there's a lot of people on the right also that are, that are gay. 
Yeah. Is the, the they had the log cabin Republicans. Yeah, I mean uh, So you gain a, you gain all those Republican votes that it, you didn't have before. So you have at, all the left that you already have a, plus some of the right now. As a matter of fact, Justice uh Vaughn Walker uh, okay. which which most people aren't familiar with probably, but Justice Vaughn Walker who's in the first district court of California that made the prop 8 decision that struck it down. Right. Um but they have a stay on the motion. He was the one that wrote, wrote a 256-page decision. Uh, refuting the Prop 8 decision, which is now going to be going up uh, probably to the Supreme Court eventually. But he yeah. was the dude that wrote that decision. And after he retired from the bench, he pu- made it very public that he was actually gay and he had been in a relationship with another man for like 10 plus years or something like that. And they they tried to say that he was biased because of it, but then they were just like, oh, so women can't rule on women's rights issues and, you know... And nobody who's ever divorced can ever rule on a divorce case. You know, right. it's bullshit. Yeah. It's a, but a slippery slope. Him, but he himself, who wrote this this decision extremely in favor of gay marriage and equal rights for gays, because that's really what it is. It's not really gay marriage. Uh, he's Republican. He votes Republican. He, right. He's very active in the Republican Party. So I think that that's kind of like a sterling example that um, the the right has plenty of gays that vote Republican because they they more identify more with the economic issues as opposed to the uh, just civil rights or equal rights issues. And that's another thing too. A lot of the uh, the more conservative people that I know that that are friends of mine, they are conservative uh, in a lot of issues, but when it comes to social stuff, they are more liberal. So most most of the Republicans that I do know, they will. Go the other way with the <laughs> go the other way with the, uh, with, the, with the gay issue. <laughs> See what I did there? Huh? Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what how it goes. I think Romney's whole thing right now is let's not deal with it. I think he's, he's trying to avoid it probably because he sees this, what you were saying that if they focus on this too much, it'll distract and it'll it, it take gets away, his, away from his his yeah. uh, platform right. in general. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll probably get into that more on the uh, next LCR, which uh, is going gangbusters, by the way. It's pretty good. We got uh, a lot of people interested in that stuff, which which is nice. Now, I, I wanted to ask you actually about that. So as far as us doing both shows like this, yeah, where LCR were more politically driven, and this show we're kind of just kooky, crazy, and and doing weird, saying and doing a lot of weird things. Uh huh. You think that takes away from our legitimacy at all, as far as knowing politics and trying to go serious, and then come over here and we're talking about uh. Not necessarily, because I think that there's plenty of comedians that make very eloquent points. Uh, and they're, I mean, look at Jon Stewart and look at Colbert. Like, Colbert yeah, yeah. is the most satirical motherfucker on the face of the planet, mm-hmm. uh, even more so than Jon Stewart. But there, There's makes- a lot of people that don't realize that Stewart, or uh, that Colbert is a character. Uh-huh. That they think that's him. Like, that's the legit Stephen Colbert. That and that's it, the problem in America. Yeah, well, he, he's he's playing a character very well. A very, yes. I've never seen somebody play a character so well. Yeah, because yeah. there, there was an interview that I saw where he was uh, at some college, I think it was Columbia or something, and he was there as himself, talking yes. talking about Stephen Colbert the character yes. from an outside thing, and it was it was just like what the it was it was, it was weird. He's like referring to himself in the third person. Yeah, and referring to himself as an idiot. And even. yeah. Oh no, I, I agree so with that's, that. It's I mean, fantastic. It would be like The Rock talking about The Rock. Yeah, exactly. Dwayne yeah. Johnson or Dwayne talking Johnson about The Rock. About the rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. But I don't think I don't think it takes away from our legitimacy. Uh, maybe in the eyes of people who are uh, going to write us off, no matter what. Yeah. People people that are already willing to write us off for s- stupid reasons. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. an ad hominem attack is uh, something that's very familiar to people that are unfamiliar with logic. So let right. them let them stay that way. I don't give a fuck. Right, at how to being attack on the person versus the stance they're taking. Yes, exactly. So yeah. if you if you want to attack me for for other things that I've done in the past, then and you think that that somehow illegitimizes my point, you go ahead and do that. But my point will still stand by itself. Right. Yes. It's like he hits Romney. Look at him with his tattoos. I know. What an asshole. Uh, what a, yeah. <laughs> he mm-hmm. has no idea what he's talking about with politics. Look at those. What are those bats? <laughs> uh, there's a picture over here with him in a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a mohawk on. Look at that. With what appears to be blood on his shirt. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on exactly. I don't know. <laughs> you just kill somebody. <laughs> that was for Halloween, right? Tell me that was for Halloween, or you just that was for normal. <laughs> you came home one night and looked to push yourself. Like yeah, what? Yeah. What did I do? Well, I, I just remember. I mean, if if people really want to like ostracize me, I remember one time when we were going to. Rocky Horror Picture Show. All right. Um, and and uh, we don't we haven't gone in a long, long time, but Mm-mm. I've gone probably over fifty times. Right. And uh, we were there at the um, newer uh, cinema on Santa Monica, right off the four hundred five, where they have Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. And it's the Sins of the Flesh cast there that do this, this great shadow casting of the Rocky Horror. 
And uh, I look around at one point, and and everybody's doing their weirdest shit. And and the people that go to Rocky Horror, they don't uh, they're, they're probably not that weird, but they turn the notch up on the weird oh, yeah. at night. They they intentionally do it. And uh, and I look around for a moment, and I turn to you, and I go, you know, I think I go here because it makes me feel normal. <laughs> and then you reply to me without even a pause in the sentence, like it's just seamless. You go, you go, Rex. That's why we keep you around. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's, uh, I that's kind that. of like a sterling example. Like, if you really want to discredit me because of how weird I am, you're, you're not going to run into a lack of reasons. Right. Uh, yeah. But I don't care. A- any one of us can, compared to a lot of people, can come off very weird. The conversations we have to ourselves... Like, we, we went to go and get Korean barbecue about a week ago. Oh, yeah. And we, we were just having a conversation. I was turning some heads. You, yes, people kept yeah. turning their heads. Somebody across from us was like, you, I don't know what you said, but yeah, I think you said tit really loud. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It, in context, it made sense. Yeah, it made sense. Tits but was the po- appropriate word. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't like, just shocking for no reason. It wasn't vulgar, no? Yeah, it's not like Tourette's or something you were there. doing. I know. Yeah. I don't believe in Tourette's. No? No. <laughs> I don't. Don't ever bring up Tourette's. Good excuse. It is. People never. Ha- this is why I don't believe in Tourette's because nobody has polite Tourette's. Right. <laughs> they don't. You're never gonna run into so- nice hair, right. a lovely shirt, <laughs> matches your eyes. You know, like <laughs> that's not gonna be something that you're gonna run into ever. It's always just like and you fuck and bomb and bomb. Right. Know, dipshit. Bob you know? Saget for no reason. I don't, yeah, I don't it's understand. always the most offensive things that you could think of. New Gingrich, you know, like the, <laughs> that's what they're doing. That, that's basically what happens. Right. But nobody ever has polite Tourette's. But uh, yeah, you're right. I was I was turning some heads at the the Korean barbecue place. Right. And I mean, but we, we were having like a, a decent conversation about something. But just the, the way that we talk sometimes, or I guess mostly you talk more more than me. But I, I do kind of get sucked into it when uh when you're around. Like like we had um Melissa on a on a show previously. Yeah, to, to talk about her show. Hey, her, use her, her full name and, and Melissa Garza from uh, yeah. Captured Melody. Yeah, uh, they just they just filmed the wedding scene, which I wish I was a part of. They, you know what? They had it in the middle of the day, and how the fuck yeah. am I supposed to get there? I'm I a working person. I I, I I was very close to taking the day off. I mean, happy birthday! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. Right. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, she was on the show and she she got some of the she got yeah. a little Rex rubbed off on her and in the middle of the show she said something that I'm probably sure she doesn't want it to have said. But well, the, 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 it made sense in context. Exactly, in yeah. context is fine. But you, it, yeah. it's just you you do have this tendency to break down walls for people I, because you you're like a wrecking ball for all social norms. Yeah. When you meet somebody, just like anything that somebody feels this is the normal social construct, you instantly start taking swings at that construct yeah. to bring it down, and then. Suddenly, they're inside your water world, and it's like, well, there's no buildings around anymore, so just fuck it, let it fly. And then that's, yeah, and then the problem is, is that like they, as high as as high as they want to carry their nose in the air while they're walking around, uh, I swing at it so hard that they <laughs> they start laughing at that shit no matter what, yeah. and, and 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 it's so ridiculous. And I think that's actually something I learned from Jeff. Uh, right. Jeff is is probably he does it way better than I do, and I wish I had the ability to do that. Uh, yeah, like he does. No, oh, oh my but, god, that's a talent. <laughs> yeah, it is. Jeff is really one of those people. Well, you meet him for like five to ten seconds. He'll call you a dirtbag. You'll hate him to death, and then ten seconds later, you'll be laughing your ass off at right. something that he just said. Absolutely. And, and and suddenly you're his best friend. And then switching back and forth, by the way, because like the, we were having a conversation, and where he would just like he'd go off the rails. And then he realized that there was like a lady around that he didn't know too well. Yeah. So he suddenly go back. Oh, excuse me, I didn't mean to be rude or anything. Like kind of like to make, make her feel comfortable, but then yeah. turn right back around and get all fucking crazy with us again. Just yeah. like this back and forth that keeps you on your toes. Like you don't know what's happening. Is he nice guy? Is he an asshole? Is what's what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Whoa, is that his penis? <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! Something slapped me in the face. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. I love Jeff. Oh, hell of That's a guy. That's the message. Hell of a guy. Yeah, but, but Melissa was here, and I did kind of break down a couple of those walls. At first, she was aghast, and then eventually mm-hmm. she was laughing Exactly. With us. But that, that's, I think that the more genuine you are, the, you do bring out genuine in people. Because the, the way, as free as you are with yourself, it makes people want to be that free with themselves as well. Well, I think people are uptight. I mean, if oh, people... Yeah. Uh, if if people are going to sit on the sidelines and throw criticisms at me, I think that they need to turn that around and look at themselves. If if their standard for conduct is normal, then I'm glad I'm weird. Yeah. Um, nope. Because most people are just uh, as entertaining as watching paint dry. Right. 
and and that's I think the big problem is that we we kind of bank on that we we've kind of normalized ourselves to this kind of like Kim Kardashian standard and anything outside of that is thought of as as weird to the point where you're supposed to ostracize it where you run into somebody like me who who will talk about politics and then talk about poop jokes and then talk about whatever and and have tattoos and 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 then talk, like really talk about substance and psychology issues that are going on with you and 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 what's going on with you right with um, your tattooed arm swirling the wine around it, to it, let it aerate yeah to to yeah. let the wine aerate whatever you know <laughs> cuz i know a lot about booze and i like them but uh, that throws people for a loop, and I think that it shouldn't, because I think that that should be something that people aspire to. Yeah, that 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 shouldn't be something that that puts people off. I think it should be something that people go, "Oh, look at that! I I like how that person has interests, and they've pursued those interests to the extent where they are achieving expertise in those fields." You know, friends friends of mine that like things, even if even if it's like video games and stuff like that, then and and, and uh, you know, go go like video games, be an expert on video games. Uh, Joshua Ovenshire, yeah, uh, from the Geek Down, the Jovenshire from Geek Down, who does a web uh, webcast show where you can go and participate, and all they do is talk about geeky stuff. You know, that's one of those people where he's like, oh, well, there's he's a huge geek, and maybe. Uh, this normal society, quote unquote, would ostracize him because of his taste, because he likes things like Comic Con and he likes playing a lot of video games and comic books and all that shit. That he is taking that, he's ran with it. He's go, these are my interests. I'm gonna fucking own it, and I I'm gonna be an expert in in it to the extent where I can talk to you and we'll have a completely substantive conversation about what I like and you like at the same time, and I'm gonna tie all those things together. You know, and and I think that that's what our society's lacking because we're so used to this kind of like superficial just exchange etiquette bullshit where you could probably yeah. just write it all out and it's it's actually disappointing i feel like those people bore me to shit yeah there, there's a lot of people that claim to have interest in things but then somebody when they meet somebody that has an actual interest in it they have no idea what they're talking about no they, they, they don't like it's just yeah. it's in general stuff they like um Somebody says, "Oh, I, I I enjoy watching um, the documentaries about things." Like, "Oh, have you heard of these documentaries?" And yeah. like, you, you list some stuff that should be well known to them. They're like, "Oh, I love documentaries. Like, supersize me. That's it." And then they had nothing else besides that. Yeah. When there's so many other things that that are that should be in the forefront. Well, that's that's actually why I never got on the indie film kick. When you know people were just like, "Oh my god, I like indie films," and they thought it was very avant garde to be in indie films. Uh, way back when, uh, you know, like Tarantino was really big. Everybody was into Tarantino. They're like, oh, I like indie films. I'm like, um, I actually don't. I don't, I don't like indie films. What I like are cult films. Cult films, I think, are very different than indie films. And if you're going to like indie films, then you're going to watch some really, really shitty films. Because a lot of independent films are, are, I mean, they are. you know, uh, props to them for putting that much effort into the production mm-hmm. and, and really kind of, uh, uh, getting their feet wet. And and honing their skill as, as filmmakers and and getting do, doing that, but the end product is not as good and it's not as entertaining. And I think that the vast majority of the population would watch that and not be entertained. So if you're going to be into independent films, I think that uh, you're a putz. You're, you're basically riding a cool wagon. You're going, oh well, this is cool right now. I'm I'm trying to try to jump on it. But if you if you were into like cult films, if you're into things like you know, like a racer head, and um, it just any any of the De Palma movies. If you like Blue Velvet, if you like, um, you, you say racer head. What does that mean? Somebody that just likes racing movies? No, a racer head. A racer head. E racer head. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's an old old movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or if you watch like I thought you were about to go on game, a tangent on Fast and Furious. I'm like, like that's not indie at all, bro. Or like Bloody Sunday, <laughs> or I mean, there's there's a couple of different or Memento, the the oh, machinist. Memento. Um, th- those are kind of like those are cult films. Uh, American Psycho. American Psycho is is definitely one of those films where like it came out and it was kind of popular. It didn't really get a lot of lot of press, but then like afterwards, you has a cult following. People still watch that movie today, and it's still a quality film. You go back and watch Pulp Fiction right now; oh, it'll have you glued to the still screen. Amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing film. Yes, and and that's what I really think the quality of those films that that draws you in is that they're not indie films; they're cult films. They they have a cult following. Rocky Horror Picture Show is a cult film. See, yeah. I, have, I have I used to have a problem with the cult uh, film terminology because yeah. when I first heard that, I thought it was a bunch of gothic movies. 
No. It's, it's a cult film. No. Like, ah, it's dark and creepy, a bunch of emo kids running around. They're, they're, a lot of them are dark. I'll give it that. I mean, look at Blue Velvet, you know? They just said, don't you fucking look at me. And he's just, like, doing this chick while he's turning her head to the side and, they're, like, <laughs> doing gnaws the whole film. I mean, it, it's it's a really uh, abstract kind of, like, postmodern film. Like, he's a postmodern film director, that, that guy. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I just hear the word cult, and I, I'm associated with... Uh, just dumb with Jim Jones, yeah, exactly <laughs> something like that. The, the Manson, the everything. Yeah. yeah. So, but turns out anything can be a cult film. It's just it's just based on on the following. It's more like a subculture. Yeah, like American American uh, American History X. Yeah. Oh my God, are you going to talk about quality films? Jesus yes, Christ. That, that's such an amazing, amazing movie. It's just it's just like it's. It's not that dark. And that's what I like about that movie, though, too, is that it's a quality film. It was shot very well. The writing was excellent. But I don't feel like a person that isn't into thinking, like if you're not a cognitive person, I don't think you'd really like that movie. Right. You'd probably you'd watch it and and maybe you can nod your head with everybody else and be like, this is good because everybody else thinks it's good. Right. But I mean, to really like that movie, then I, I mean, I think you have to be a thinking person. Right. But uh, I don't know. I, I do enjoy uh, some independent films. The, the, most of them that I have watched, I didn't like, but there are a few here and there that it were great. Like I, j- I just saw one. Uh, it's called uh, Hesher mm-hmm. with uh, Rain Wilson, uh, who plays Dwight on The Office. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman and uh, I think it was Justin Long, or I think it was. It was just it was it was weird because they were all kind of against against their characters. Okay. Like, oh, Natalie Portman was kind of Natalie Portman, but uh, I, I don't think she can really be anybody else. She was the Queen Amidala. Yeah, and then that's different from uh, anywhere but here, I'm, or I'm, whatever else romantic romantic comedy she may have been in, which I never saw, which was basically everything else she's ever done. I mean, I, I, home is where the heart is. I, I haven't. I I don't think. She, <laughs> my point is, is that I don't think she has a huge range. That's all. You don't think so? No, definitely not. She she did that rap where she was all cursing and doing all kinds of crazy shit on SNL. Yeah, but you know the Lonely Island dudes wrote that for her, man. But she did it, dude. She did it good. <laughs> so what? I mean, she executed. I mean, I enjoyed people, that. People gave her a lot of fucking cred for Black Swan. And I saw that movie. I'm oh. like, this is basically Fight Club for chicks. Is that right? Like, I'm I'm living a life that's not for me. And then I created some alter ego because I broke psychologically. And oh. then, wait, I'm the same Spoiler person in the end. And I kill myself. God oh my god! It. It's Fight Club for fucking chicks, dude. God, that, it's this Fight is the Club. second and, Fight Club you ruined for me, by the way. Instead of fighting, instead of fighting, they dance. Like seriously, it's Fight Club for chicks and gays. That's what it is. That's what that fucking movie is. Kelly, you just ruined it for me again. If you didn't get that from the previews, I haven't seen anything about you're it. Putts. All I know about it was there's a lesbian scene between I, me and Kunis and Ellie Portman. I want to see it. I guessed the plot line of the Matrix, but just by watching the previews in theaters. Ah, oh, Jesus! It's it, not really a sex scene because it's the same person. It's masturbation. All right. See. Yeah. All right. I got point driven home. Thanks. Can, can I keep ruining it? No, uh, it's it's ruined enough. Okay. Thanks. You can't put two face back that too. too. There's no boobs. Go ahead. <sighs> I will say about Fight Club, though, even while it was ruined, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> Hopefully, I can still enjoy this movie, goddammit. Whatever. I'll, I guess I'll enjoy it on some level. Right? Hey. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do kind of want to get back to the the thing we were talking about earlier because I, I do have some thoughts on it. Which you, on what? Which, the, uh, the breastfeeding chick thing. Goddamn her. <laughs> God damn her! From from the time magazine, they have pumps for that, Adam. Yes, they do you have pumps. That. They have pumps. You could do that in private, and you could pump the the boob milk out in private in a closet at home where no one's looking, with all the doors locked and the gate locked, and and you could do that. Okay, and then have the kid drink it out of the bottle. So you're not of the mindset that breastfeeding is a beautiful thing. That's what all. That's what all the girls that are breastfeeding say. Like, what? What are you staring at? It's a beautiful thing. It's a lot. It's, it's nature or whatever. Whatever. Wait, it's what are you saying. staring? Wait, hold on, hold on here. That's an utter contradiction. Because <laughs> if it's a beautiful thing, then I should be staring at it. Well, so, I guess maybe it's the face they're making. <laughs> let me uh, describe this in full detail in your imagination. <laughs> no, I. What's I, going on in your? head? I actually don't think I've ever come across somebody breastfeeding besides uh, with my daughter, but. I don't know. As far as it being a beautiful thing, I don't. I don't understand. I don't think it is a beautiful thing. It, it's a thing, yeah. for sure. It's happening, obviously. It's a thing. But 
as far as a beautiful thing of nature, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just it's, it's your body excreting a fluid. That's well, my, do my, my big thing is now I'm socially bound because I can't make fuck jokes like around a girl that's breastfeeding. You know what I mean? Like I can't be as edgy as I would normally be around a person that's like that because I'm not as familiar with the social circumstance to be comfortable with it. You know, like now everything has to be politically correct. And now that yeah. you're doing this in front of me, I don't know how edgy you are about being in my face about how you're fucking stupid because that's really what it is. It's stupid. Why are you going to do that? Something that personal in front of me? I mean, really? I mean, what kind of places am I going to really be in where a woman's going to want to breastfeed anyways? Like, really, what? where am I? In a, I'm in a bar most of the time. I'm in a restaurant. <laughs> in, a strip you know, club? A strip club. <laughs> uh, no, I actually, I've only been to a strip club on three occasions ever. Is that right? Yeah. I want to start having our business meetings at strip clubs. Well, no. Just because. No. We'll be in a booth in the back. No. With our laptops out. This sounds way creepy. How's that creepy? We're businessmen. That sounds way creepy. No, I'm That's not recording anything. That's not only creepy, but it's chauvinistic. That, yes. Creepy, no. No, both. How? How is that creepy? Well, because it's creepy because you can't invite a girl that we're going to have on the podcast to a strip club. Oh, to I have said the business body. meeting, not podcast. We're not going to record out of a fucking strip club. We're going to get together and discuss the future of the show at a strip club. Well, you're basing that on the assumption that there's no women business leaders that we're going to have business meetings with. Well, how did I become sexist here? That's way sexist. Well, hold on a second. I said that to begin with. I said it's sexist. No, we're not, no, us, me and you should have business meetings. Me, you, Maestro, Jester, we should all meet together to talk about the show at a strip club. Oh, the Rat Pack. The Rat Pack, yes. No. No, that feels like a power move to me. It's too distracting. Yes, it's distracting. We're ADD already. It's called the Random Acts of Tangent. You really <laughs> think we're going to focus on some good ideas with boobs in the room? <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> I'm just saying, you want to have business, me- like productive business meetings with no. the Rat Pack? No. But first of all, we're going to have to have like a spine and concept before we even have a meeting. I want to have business and not meetings. Not only that, we're going to have to be in a room with no windows, like taupe walls, and, and mute coloring everywhere. And, and, and those, those and blinders, eye guards and blinders on. That they give racehorses? Yes, bl- yes exactly. <laughs> that they give racehorses so that everybody can focus. Okay. That's the, how you have a productive meeting with us. Okay, I don't want to have a productive meeting. You go in a strip club with a bunch of flashing lights, no, no, no. boobs everywhere, and loud music. Nothing's going on. We'll have productive meetings Nothing elsewhere. Nothing's going to go on. Productive meetings somewhere else. General meetings at a strip club. Just because. We can write it off, dude. You, write you, it off as a tax expense. I've always wanted to go to a strip no. club without the objective of being there because of the strippers. Okay, I mean, I get that. I mean, you you can... We, this is what we'll do. We'll, well, we're not going to have business meetings there. We're going to have team building experiences. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're going to call them. Bring the trust fall It's all the about back. phrasing. It's all about phrasing. All right. Close your eyes and fall backwards. We're going to catch you. It, it's, it seems weird for a strip club. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. <laughs> all right. But, well, I guess this kind of ties in then. Do you find breastfeeding to be a sexual thing? It's not a sexual thing, but what you're doing is taking something that's supposed to be sexual and then you're taking the sexual nature of it away, which I'm uncomfortable with. Huh. See, I, I think that it's not supposed to be a sexual thing, yeah. but for guys, anything involving boobs, it becomes sexual. No, that's not. Oh, no, 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 no. That's kind of like like people that find pregnant women attractive. You know, like it's, it's hmm. always the putz-ass husband that knocked her up. That's what's, She's so beautiful right now. She's the most beautiful she's ever been. No, she's not. That's she no, looks like nah. a blimp, stupid. Yeah, that's an overstatement. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. I get it. She's she's going to have your kid. And and you tell her she's beautiful because it's, it's a beautiful thing that she's doing for you. But yeah. objectively, like physically beautiful. It, it's, it's a, a wonderful thing. way to say how much you love me. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Pretty sure that's a song. Whatever. But you get yep. that. But, but you no, know, no. I mean, I mean, I agree with that. But that's what I'm trying to say is that, like, don't call them beautiful. Like, same thing. Like, a pregnant chick is not beautiful. Like, like I'm sure there's fetish porn out there with pregnant chicks. Under any circumstance, huh? Under any circumstance, you don't think a pregnant chick could be beautiful or attractive at all? No, no. no. I, I, I feel like I have seen a handful of pregnant chicks who are like, oh, look at you. That's gross. <laughs> You're a gross right now. What was that right? Yeah. I'm not saying I want to have a relationship with these chicks. I just I'm finding them attractive. No. Why I don't want to have sex attractive? with them. They're attractive. No. The... Wait, wait, hold on. A woman you can't have sex with is attractive? 
Yes. No. I think it's possible. It's not possible? No. no it's, I, it's, 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 as long as there's like a tiny little bit of a tiny, like that's the, the, the whole, the whole. Well, I guess if she like threw it down, I, w- I wouldn't say no, but it's, that's it's not. gross. Gross again. <laughs> gross again. This is what I'm trying to point out is there's this gross thing going on here. It's very, very gross. I, I don't think so. It's a beautiful yes. thing, Rex. It's a beautiful thing. No, it's thing. not a beautiful thing. It's natural. Thing. I don't care. No, it's not natural. <laughs> There's plenty of things that are natural that are gross. We already talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Now, pregnant women, not beautiful. Uh, well, okay. Let's let's get away from that. All right. Maybe beautiful. Oh, but you don't want to fuck them still? Not sexy. Different difference. There's a big okay. difference there. Hmm. It could be beautiful, not sexy. Semantics. Interesting. It's very important. I feel like that should be a poll question. We're going to ask that. Can, huh? do, can, can a pregnant chick be sexy? I think that should be a poll question. Oh, don't. I, I think you'd be surprised don't, at the answer. No, I don't. No, I don't want to be surprised. Actually, speaking of uh, poll questions. I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> you want to live in your bubble? <laughs> yeah. I'm good. The Republicans do it. Let me fucking do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but uh, speaking of uh, polls, we did put a poll out uh, a couple shows ago. Yeah. Between Gwen Stefani and Fergie. Uh-huh. As far as who you found most attractive. Yep. And... And Gwen won. I Gwen know. won uh, quite substantially, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, I, I think it was 82 percent to eight, or uh, it, was, it was pretty big. <laughs> you're, you know, and and you're right. A lot of people have horrible taste, <laughs> and uh, they just don't know how to judge those kind of things. I, I okay. I, yeah. I put the uh, the poll up on the website, and I put it up this, on Facebook. You know who voted in those circumstances? You know who voted? Who voted? People that watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That's who voted in those circumstances. I, I, uh, I don't know about that. Totally. Yeah, definitely. I don't think so. Uh-huh. There was, was a bunch of dudes. A bunch of dudes. If these dudes are watching the Kardashians, then I need to uh, unfriend some people. Nah, no. I mean, I'm not going to hold that against them. I am. <laughs> that, is a, that is a horrible, horrible show. <laughs> yeah, these are a bunch of dudes, man. A couple chicks even. Look at that. Exactly, Kardashians. Okay, maybe some, but not all. I mean, this is a landslide victory. This is a landslide. There's no asking for a recount in this case. I'm not asking for a recount. Okay. I'm just illegitimizing it because it's ad populum. Ad homonym. Ad populum. 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 (laughs) Damn it. You're making an ad populum fucking One of those. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Gwen won. And I, I, I do have to say, I was trying to find a good pictures of both. Yeah. I had a much easier time finding a good picture of Gwen. Versus finding a good picture of subjective, Fergie. subjective. Yeah, we're gonna look. This, uh, it's completely subjective. It's it, yes, it's subjective, and the subjective sides are on Gwen. Nah. Subjectively, Gwen wins. Subjectively, <laughs> <bro>. Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to put that as a poll question. Do you find pregnant chicks can be sexy? Uh huh. Because I, I think it, I think it is possible. Yeah, it's it's probably extremely you realize, rare. You realize if you win again. Then I'm gonna totally discredit your Gwen taste by saying the same guy that thinks that pregnant <laughs> chicks are fucking sexy, uh, also thinks Gwen Stefani sexy. The guy that doesn't think that likes Fergie more. All right, you go ahead. Okay, yeah. we'll see. Uh, yeah, at Populum. Uh, all right, if, uh, all over the place. Or I'm more in tune with our listeners. Oh no! Yeah, How's you know that for it, your, it, your you whole might, reality is gonna come crashing might, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it won't because I'm consistently disappointed with society. <laughs> In fact, did we bring up the fat comment on the podcast? Oh, no, we haven't yeah. brought that up yet. That's okay. right. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> so basically, I was in Starbucks recently on Mother's Day, and I uh, had a hell of a time getting my drink, which is a uh, grande iced Americano, no room, uh, because that's what I drink, and I don't want to drink a fucking coffee drink full of fucking goddamn calories. But while I was there, I had to wait 30 goddamn minutes for my drink. Why? Because it was Mother's Day, and they had, like, a dollar deal for all mothers where they can come in and get any drink they wanted for, like, a buck. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Except for all of these goddamn, like, heifers. Heifers <laughs> is the word I would use, and it's accurate because the line was full of fat women. Right. Okay? All they were there getting, like, venti frappuccinos up the ass, which has, a no, like, more calories than you're supposed to consume in a day. <laughs> they're getting a venti basically. enema? Yeah. A ven- like, they're, <laughs> they're, they're getting so many goddamn calories, you think they're trying to win the Guinness Book World Records for the fattest person. Okay? All right. Yeah. And, and they're, they're consuming so many calories that 
that if I pushed them over, I'd get arrested for cow tipping instead of assault. Okay, <laughs> that's how much they were they were eating, and and that's not a sexist comment. That's not a, no, a comment not. against women. That's not nothing. That's a comment against fat. The fat. If you're fat, I am never going to pull my punches against you because fat is a choice. You decide <sighs> to be fat. It's not like stupid. It's not like retarded. Like people who are born retarded are retarded the whole time. They can't really do much about being retarded. Right. Okay. But fat, you can do a lot about being fat. Starve yourself. Jesus Christ. Okay. Right. <laughs> now, what, if, what if you become be retarded? What? Like, uh, let's say you're a football player. Yeah. And you take one too many hits to the head, you become retarded. So you're saying like Muhammad Ali? Because Muhammad Ali okay. is, is greatly respected. Yeah, but that's Alzheimer's. Is that retarded? Is, is that ret- mentally handicapped? Okay. It's a different kind of retarded. All right. So are you as angry as him because that was a choice? That wasn't really a choice. He, he got happened. into boxing. I mean, you got to know getting hit in the head is not good for you. He got into boxing around like the 50s where they probably did think getting hit in the head was good for you. <laughs> I'm just that, saying. That's stupid. <laughs> they thought eating paint chips as a kid was a great idea. Like, that's why they not had a to great st- idea, just tasty. It, uh, that's my point. Okay? <laughs> that's why they had to stop painting with lead. All right? Yeah, but it's different. Like, like saying somebody's retarded is is supposedly a faux pas, but I think it's just an accurate term that has an accurate extension. Legal. Yeah, it's a legal extension. It's not like a hateful word like end bomb where it's always malicious. Yeah. Right. But saying somebody that is fat, like they're a walking embodiment of the fucking consumer culture in America, where you're basically embarrassing not only Americans but human beings as a whole by consuming so much that you can't control yourself. Jesus fucking Christ. Right. That's why I'm never going to pull my punches, regardless of who's fat. I don't give a fuck who's fat. And especially this goddamn chick who's going for the Guinness World Record for being the fattest person ever. She she decided this a couple years ago, and right now she's at 800 pounds, and she has to beat some goddamn record where she... I forget how much she eats, but she eats... I mean... I don't know how somebody can push themselves to eat that much when there's people, like, starving to death in Darfur, basically. Like, there's people starving to death globally. And and how can you push yourself to really, like, make it a goal to be, like, so fat that you break a ruled record that is, like, in excess of a, a, a half a ton? Well, I, I can't speak to the whole uh, feeding and pushing yourself to a limit even though there are people starving because uh, that is probably a lot of the times when I do eat, it's to that limit where I, if I eat another bite, just like the Monty Python thing, I'll explode. Don't yeah, bring me yeah. that mint. I'll explode. Yeah. Because I just, I keep eating. The food is so fucking good. I just keep eating and keep eating until I'm almost in pain. Yeah, but that's different. It, like you, you may be overweight. Okay. But that person is going out of their way and, and making it their intention to, to be like yeah. huge. Okay, that that's a whole nother level of just like horrible human being. Okay, it, it, that, that's yeah, that's just a gigantic like just festering. Th- it's like somebody should shoot her <laughs> and turn her into food and feed Africa. Like that's that's what should happen. Feed Africa. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Eight hundred pounds of food, man. That's a lot of food. That's 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 quite a bit of food. Yeah. That's, that's that'll feed a whole bunch of a whole village. I don't know how big a village is, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then you got to teach them to fish first. Hold on. What? Get out of here with your biblical references. <laughs> <laughs> so this, she's she's going for. It. I mean, she's got goals. Isn't that admirable? Goals? Not that kind of goal. <laughs> Not that. I mean, I'm sure child molesters have goals. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's certain goals where you can try to like you know get achieve those goals, and it's a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. All right. I retract all my statements now. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be on their side. Adam. No, I can't. I can't. Unless it has to do with a drinking game. No, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, back to the uh, the breastfeeding thing. Which, is that yeah. a child molester? If breastfeeding is a sexual thing, or it can be a sexual thing, hmm. is that molest- is it? It's fucking up the kid for sure. Especially that that chick that was in the Time magazine. Uh-huh. That kid's fucked for the rest of his life. Oh, definitely. When he, he gets to be seven, ten years old when he starts having conversations. His, he's gonna have that 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 Time magazine covered taped to his locker oh. every single day, just as a form of hazing, just to fuck with him. Fuck, it's I over. Didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, his life is over, dude. <laughs> That's so fucked. Like he better start learning uh, Muay Thai now. Right, and it wasn't like it was a discreet <laughs> thing where they they cut off her head and uh, maybe he was looking at at her so he couldn't see his face. They're both looking at the camera. This is you're gonna know who who these people are for sure. It's over. Oh, oh. yeah. Child services should take him away. 
Right? I'm serious. Like, what kind of parent does that? It's 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 cruel. That's extremely selfish. It's very selfish. I agree with that. Yeah, it's excel. It's selfish and egotistical because all she's concerned with is the amount of attention that she's getting. Yeah, well, see, the whole attachment parenting, I don't know if that is a, an actual huge issue where it needs to be on Time Magazine's cover. No, I mean, really, like, look at look at the psychological things at play here. You basically have a woman who is so attached to her kid uh, that she needs constant attention. The attention isn't about giving the attention to the kid. It's about always having somebody to love her, all right? So she basically builds this codependent relationship with her child so that she always has somebody around to give her attention because she's a needy, festering human being. And then not only that, but she leaps to the Time magazine cover because she wants even more attention because she just (laughs) needs constant attention. Otherwise, she doesn't feel cared about. Okay, this is an extremely damaged human being to do this to her kid without any regard for their psychological development later on in life. I mean that's that's really really horrible. Interesting. See, for some reason, I just I thought the whole attachment parenting thing was more about the kid than the mom. No, the, are you kid. kidding? It's totally about the parents trying to live vicariously okay, through the kid. Maybe, but I, I just I, I just mean, pictured look, the, look the, at look at uh, look at teen pregnancy. That's all that's really about. You have basically a bunch of insecure bitches having kids because they don't feel loved. <laughs> and, and 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 they have those kids because as, as long as that kid's around, then they have somebody to love and be loved by. Right, I, I I do understand that that whole mentality, but I, I just for some reason I guess the kid is attached to the mom, and that's how I I saw it as oh, attachment no, it's parenting. A, it's codependent, dude. It's, yeah, but it's, I, it's I, I not feel one like way. It, the, it's it's up to the mom to break the kid, and if the kid can't be broken, then maybe that's the mom's fault. But whoa, whoa, what do you mean by break? Or to break him off of the breastfeeding? Like, yeah, you're three years old. You gotta you gotta cut that shit out. Get my tail out of your mouth. We're in public, especially. Uh-huh. Get off that step stool. It's just, <laughs> in public. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I know it's a curve, but it's not for breastfeeding. But I, I just feel like if the kid is that attached, then it's something that the mom was doing. Uh, but if the kid's going to keep going back and keep going back, then the, the kid is attached to the mom. I don't know if it's the mom forcing herself on the kid to constantly do the breastfeeding or if it's the kid constantly needing that, that comfort that she's going to the mom. So is the mom attached to the kid or is the kid attached to the mom? I, I it's thought it was the codependent. Kid. I, I'm telling you that both of them are attached to each other. I mean, the kid doesn't know any better, so he thinks it's normal. So he consistently relies upon her. And then the mom is just such a needy human being that she's just fucking down for whatever. You know, like she's she's happy to get attention no matter what. Hmm. All right. Interesting. I just I, I saw uh, her, her. Her husband is likely one of two people. Her husband is is a guy that constantly neglects her and doesn't give her any attention so she needs to find it somewhere else or she was broken by somebody that in her like like that in her past and her husband is a subordinate just spineless human being who gives her all the attention in the world because he's the complete opposite of the archetype that broke her already and and that's what i'm guessing see i I went single mother I, i i thought no husband at all that was that was my first reaction. Her and her husband actually have an older adopted kid. I know somebody who who met them. Oh, right. is that right? Yeah. yeah wow. I, see, I don't know anything about this attachment parenting, and I I really don't care to know too much about it because it's not something that it really involves me at all. It's, it's not something that I have to worry about. Uh, if if other people have that problem, then they'll read up on it. I it doesn't affect me. My there's no attachment going. I'm going on here. Uh, as far as that's concerned, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I just I can't produce milk anymore. Oh, you know, <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> but yeah, we'll put that poll on the on the website. Uh, can pregnant women be sexy? No. Yeah, I I think it's possible. No. You don't think it's possible at all? No. All right, we'll find out. We'll mm-hmm. find out who's in more touch with our no. listeners. No. And, uh, you, you know what? The, you know what the thing is. <laughs> you you can say that she'll be tempting. Tempting. Right. You know what I mean? Like you spend enough time in a padded room or without women, I'm sure a hole in the ground looks sexy. Okay, as yeah. a man and and your urges. Okay, uh, so in a, as a man who's confined to a circumstance where they can only have sex with one woman because they're monogamous, and that woman happens to be a pregnant woman, does she start looking sexy? Probably. Oh yeah, of You're course. Right. Because I mean, even a a swamp looks uh, tantalizing to somebody dying of starvation. Right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, objectively, no. 
I don't you, know. You start you start throwing in pregnant women with other sexy pictures of like Kate Upton and and other like sexy oh, stars. Oh yeah, out of there. course. You're gonna take no. the non-pregnant chick every single time. But that that's mean, what I mean. Yeah, but it doesn't that's mean she's not sexy though. It has to be objectively sex, like sexy or not sexy. There's a certain threshold there where she. I don't think she breaks the sexy barrier. It's kind of mm. like you're trying to shoot a rocket into space. She gets pretty high up there, but she doesn't break into orbit. All right. Okay. So it's it's cut and dry with you then. It, it's it's not. There's no shades of uh, pregnant sexiness. No. Well, because I mean, first of all, like the the entire uh, concept, like if a girl is pregnant and she and it's mine, like that's all all types of anxiety that's built there. Where I'm not even thinking about whether she's sexy or not. I'm just way concerned with whether or not she's of the mental capacity to raise a, my kid. Okay. You but if, if it, but if it's not your if it, chick. If it's not my kid, then she's not sexy because it's not my kid. And animalistically, I think as a male, I'm not inclined to think that women bearing children by other men are uh, sexy or attractive. See, I, I think the whole the mental thing about it is you see a chick that's pregnant and you instantly, it jumps to your mind, she's down for sex. What? No. She's had sex, obviously. She's fucking Oh, well, up. let me just cruise abortion clinics then. Wow. <laughs> it was a good idea for Jane Silent Bob. Why not? No. No, that's a horrible <laughs> argument. Oh, she's pregnant, so she puts out? No, I'm not saying, that, what you I'm not saying it's a good argument. That's I'm, I'm saying that's the, I think that's the psychology that's of the it. Psychology I think of that's it. why they can become sexy no. or why you might view them as sexy because no, 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 you no. know they put out. Definitely. I think the lion in a man, the li- like lions... When when they're around other like say for instance uh, another alpha lion comes in kills the alpha lion in the pride that's there and then like all the pregnant females have a kid that lion kills those kids okay okay he kills them okay now, the the lion is also he's a. Uh... He's known for fucking around, though, right? He doesn't have just one girlfriend or wife? Of course not. Like, he has sex with a bunch of women. So, but, okay. I mean, so I, I think that as human beings, we're not really meant to be monogamous. But whatever. Hmm. Like, that's my own personal belief. Right. Now, but I think in that circumstance, it kind of illustrates that the women already being knocked up is just an unfortunate circumstance getting in the way of the fact that you can't have sex with them anymore. The, the, you can't? No, you, of course you can. I mean, you can physically, but the attractive thing about sex is the, the prospect that you might pass on your genes. That's what that's what our sex drives is there for in the first place. The thing that drives human uh, progression is is our need to have sex. It's our strongest drive. If you, if you give uh, rats uh, a chance to have sex and a chance to eat, they will fuck until they starve to death. Uh, <laughs> that's just basically it as mammals that's in us more than anything else see but also the thing that i think also another psychological component to a pregnant chick uh yes first of all she's gonna have sex because she already has second uh, of all i can't knock her up so that's also somehow more attractive you can't knock her up no, yes that's she's, a, that's she's a, already knocked up no nah, but that's a modern instinct that's a modern instinct. yeah but i feel like that, that's part of it might, might maybe be part of the attraction maybe but i don't i don't i mean i'm gonna make a uh dipshit move here and say it's not natural it's not natural no it's not okay maybe it's not natural but as far as males go i mean for me sex as to me isn't about passing my seat well, well, it's see, about well, okay so enjoying myself. The, okay well here here is the opposite of that then okay if the thing that really makes a pregnant trick attractive is that you can have sex with her and she won't get knocked up then why not just have sex with a condom with a non-pregnant chick because that's not natural <laughs> you're just a natural man. Yeah, I know. You you can just you can disqualify it by the natural argument either or. But I'm saying aesthetically, me having sex with a girl who is not pregnant is much more uh, satisfying than you know, basically. Well, it's, 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 it's the also it's the feeling, man. I mean, the feeling of a condom versus not a condom. But obviously, you're gonna go non condom. If oh, you really? Can. Well, how's the feeling of AIDS? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the people have this misconception that the only reason to have like sex with a condom is that you don't want to like reproduce. That's you, ridiculous, Rex. That's you can't horrible. feel AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You can't feel AIDS, Adam. That's horrible. Jeez. What was I thinking? How dare you? All right. <laughs> I think we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> so uh, check out the website. Uh, we got some uh, new stuff on there. We got some new things happening with the website. Uh, also, uh, check out the poll question: uh, What you think about uh, pregnant chicks, sexy or not sexy? And based on our arguments, you decide. I can't what believe sexy that's means. a question. I can't. I'm I, disgusted. I, I'm angry right now already. <laughs> yeah. What's sexier, pregnant chick, not pregnant chick, or pushing pregnant chick downstairs? 
That should be an option. Pushing pregnant chick downstairs. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's sexy to you. Sexier than having sex with a pregnant chick. Sexier than pushing over a Starbucks fetish. Oh. Mm, see, we're adding too many options now. Oh, uh, no, no, no. It's going to be washed. Limited to two. Limited to two. <laughs> All right. Uh, people get carried away. Yeah, exactly. And no, you can't add your own answer here either. God damn it. <laughs> it's going to get crazy. All right. Uh, until next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Rex. You make me feel so Looking fine in the extra weight and nice. I wish that I could make you pregnant twice. I like stretch marks, pick a fox, ankle swollen wrist. Did I forget to mention y'all triple D bits? I want